Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you ready to write? Do you want to learn what it takes to publish your work and create a writing career? Then tune in and take notes because on Simply Write, we talk about the writer's craft and the qualities and quirks of living a writer's life. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Simply Write. I'm Polly Campbell and this is a podcast where we talk about the writer's craft and the quirks of creating a writer's life and a career, right? This is about publishing and creating and doing the business of writing so that you can create a sustainable career. This is the beginning, the opening show. Beginnings, just like in the stories we write, the essays, the openings we're looking for in our articles, they can be some of the toughest things to write because often we don't have quite a handle on what we want to create and we know we need to hook the reader right away. Right? The writing has to be sound. And often we write the beginning at the beginning when we haven't fully developed the story. So today we're going to talk about beginnings and backstories, my backstory, so you know where I'm coming from, but also the beginning of creating a writer's shop, creating a career. Because before we talk about publishing our work, we need to have the infrastructure that supports getting the work done. And this is the show where we're going to talk about all that. Each week, we're going to talk about craft, craft tips, strategies to elevate our writing mindset, the psychology and attitudes you need to keep going, the tools that we can use to make the work easier. And, and mostly, this is about what's in my drawer, the pens and paper, because I'm a big fan of pens and paper. So you'll hear me talking about my favorite pens every week. We're going to also talk about shop talk the structures you need in your business with regards to, you know, approaches and marketing and taxes and those kind of things to create a sustainable business because being a professional writer is also about being an entrepreneur and creating a structure for your business and your writing to thrive. And we'll have plenty of interviews with big time authors and Q&As, talk to people about how they organize their days and their writing life to get the work done. This is all the stuff that I think about on a daily basis. And I've been thinking about it now for over 26 years. That's how long I've been a full-time freelance writer. I left a job in public relations. And previous to that, I was a newspaper journalist. I left PR to set up shop. I wanted to be a magazine writer. Since then, I've written hundreds of magazine articles, four books, working on another now, and all kinds of stuff from speeches to website content to ad copy and corporate 
materials and marketing materials and corporate letters and direct marketing pieces. I've done it all in my career because what I was interested in was creating a sustainable career, one that would supply the income I needed, but more importantly, help me build the lifestyle I wanted to live. I think the two go hand in hand. And that's what this show is going to cover in in the days and weeks and months to come, both on this podcast and at simplywrite.substack.com. Where we'll take a deep dive and offer bonus material into these things. You'll have a chance to ask me direct questions about writing and marketing and publishing, special Q&As from authors, and we just go deeper into these issues. So if you're setting up shop as a freelance writer, or right now you're working at a day job and writing on the side, but one day want to take it full time, or maybe this is something you've been doing your whole life and you want to publish or simply have a moment of continuing education. Writing is isolating. And I, I listen to podcasts all the time and read constant craft books to keep myself motivated and inspired. And this podcast is for you, right? Writing matters. And it matters even if you never want to publish. It's valuable in itself. So if you want to journal, write a memoir for your family, whatever your motivations is, no judgment on that. I think it matters in whatever capacity we do it. But this show is about getting the work done and shipping the work so we can make some money, so we can share our work with the world so that in return, we can do more writing. And one of the regular segments you can expect to hear on Simply Write each week is dailies. I'll fill you in a little bit on what my to-do list looks like for the day. When I was a student in college and I studied journalism, one of our professors kept a logbook and she would, it was like an old bank register or accounting notebook, and she would go through and mark off the line items, how much time she spent marketing, how much time she spent corresponding, how much time she spent query writing or pitch writing, how much time she spent writing. Because what you'll find, and maybe you already know this, is the deeper you go into building a writing career, or at least a, a writing practice where you publish, is you don't spend all your time writing. In fact, sometimes that gets lost in the shuffle for me. And that's something I'm frustrated by right now. And I'm working on a lot harder to bring that up to the forefront. Because bottom line is you don't have anything if you don't have the writing to show, right? But it does, like any business, require marketing and client connections and networking and reading and bill paying and invoicing and all those other things. So it's, I think it's helpful. I always like to know how people are spending their time and what their writing process is. So each week we'll talk about that a little bit and we'll talk to the other authors we interview too and find out how they spend their day. So my dailies, uh, let's see, my to-do list today, I'm um, doing some research for a speech I'm writing for a corporate client. So um, I'm looking through some of the issues he wants to bring up and getting some background for him. I will soon be writing the speech. So in a little bit, I will have a phone call with him. He's a new to me client and I want to hear how he talks. I want to hear the words he uses, the tones he uses, the slang, all those pieces. So I can take his words and put them into a shape that he can deliver that feels authentic to him. 
So that's something I'm doing. I'm writing another podcast for uh, Simply Said, which is my Psychology of Success podcast that I also run. If you're interested in that, you can check out Polly Campbell Simply Said. And I'm exploring the science behind random act of kindness, what it does for our health and well-being, and truly how it changes the world. So I'm researching that and I'm drafting um, an outline right now that will become that script. I'm also working on a fiction project, which I haven't told anyone about yet, but I'm going to be putting a couple hours in on writing that this afternoon. Um, I'm excited. I, I'm looking forward to that. I don't always feel like writing. I mean, that's the truth, but this is, uh, is kind of taking a turn for me and it excites me. Often my to-do schedule is uh, determined by the deadlines I have to hit for the projects I'm working on, the schedule my daughter has for her school or her appointments or whatever it is when I need to pick up her. While my daughter is at school and my husband is at work, I treat it very much like a work day. It's not always exciting. It certainly isn't romantic. And sometimes I feel really lazy and unmotivated and uninspired. And I go to my home office like I would any other job. And I sit down and and do the work. The one thing about writing is the work can be very diverse. I mean, it all comes down to sitting at the desk and getting it done, but researching, you know, doing the correspondence, reaching out and connecting with other authors and writers, doing the marketing, talking to clients, doing the podcast, there's a diversity in the things that need to get done. And so if I'm really stuck in the writing, I'll shift gears maybe and do something else. If I am... Uh, feeling bogged down in the marketing, I'll work on a concept for the next book or the next idea. But it is work. And when I set the hours at the beginning of the week or the beginning of the day, uh, I'm pretty structured and I'm very disciplined. And I think that's why I've been in business 26 years. So it's worth looking at what needs to get done for the week. And that's all of your life. Do you need to be available at 2.30 to pick up the kids from school? Do you, are you going to a day job from eight to five and then you do dinner and take a little time off and and go back to writing at 10 o'clock at night? Those are things to know to identify how your schedule is going to work and then fill in the to-do list around it. You don't want to get too bogged down, right? But you do want to have forward momentum. So start thinking about it today and this week, how you can set up your schedule to best suit the time you have, the other obligations you have, and build in time for each aspect of your writing business. It isn't just about the writing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back. This is Polly Campbell on Simply Write, the podcast where we talk about the craft and quirks of creating a full-time writing career and a writer's life. When I set up my writing business all those years ago, and I still hold to this today, I wanted to create a lifestyle that would support 
the writing. The writing was obviously what was driving me. I, I, it's how I process the world. It's how I make sense of things. It's how I make my money and pay my bills. It's a job, but it is also a lifestyle. It's something that I don't think I really picked. It picked me when I was a little kid. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to these feelings or these stories. I just knew I was a writer. But being a professional writer, publishing your work regularly and using that income to pay your bills is a different thing. So when I left my public relations job, I knew right away I needed a business plan. But I took it further. I created a life plan because I don't think there's much separation between the writing as a business and living a writer's life. You need to know where your money's coming from, what kind of clients you want to work with, what kind of writing you want to do or are prepared to do, the skills you have, the investment you need, how much money you have in the bank, the budget you're going to live by, the hours you can work, you know, the income you want to make and the five-year plan and goals, places you want to publish, things you want to create. And you also need to know how it's going to fit in your life. And too often, I think people build a business, not just writing, but people build a business around the work. I created a lifestyle around the writing because I wanted to create something sustainable. If I was only thinking of writing as a job, that wasn't going to work either because writing as an income source, there are highs and lows. It's not the easiest profession to make a living. Is it possible? Absolutely. I've done it. I know many people who are doing it. And, and we'll get into that in the weeks to come. Of course it's possible. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here today. And yet, it can't be the only reward because there's a lot of rejection and there's a lot of late checks and, you know, ups and downs like in any business. So instead of creating a business plan, I created a life plan. And what that did was organize the structure of the business, where I was going to work, what my mission was, what I wanted to achieve, both personally and professionally, my budget what I could spend each month, what tools I needed and how I was going to get those and pay for those. I also created the dynamic at home in my home office that I needed to create, the infrastructure I needed to create to get the work done. This has been really useful to me because on one end, it made me disciplined right away. It gave me a structure to fall back on. You know, when you are working on a different kind of job and you're going to an office or you have a boss checking on you, they tell you what that structure is. Nine to five, you got to wear this, you get these holidays off. When you're going out on your own as a writer, you're the one that creates that. And it's really easy to become undisciplined, become swept up in the magic of it all, right? Until you're not paying your bills and you realize you've created a structure that hasn't sustained the writing you want to do. So think about your infrastructure this week. Think about the types of projects you want to take on, the hours you have available to work, and when you are best at work and writing and the things that are required on the job, the tools you need, how you're going to get them, what you have, what you've got to buy, and aren't many computer, pad of paper, right? Internet. But then go deeper. What do you have in place that's going to motivate you on the days you don't want to do the work? How are you going to continue learning and elevating your craft? Where's your continued education going to come from, right? Because you won't have regular job trainings. So are there workshops or classes or podcasts or books you're going to read 
regularly and know what matters to you so that you can create the habits and the structure that supports that. For example, this isn't only about the income for me. Part of the attraction to the writer's life, aside from loving to write, the reason I wanted to be a full-time writer, because you can write in your journals, you can write all sorts of ways without ever creating a career from it. But I, I wanted the autonomy. I wanted a schedule that I could arrange. I wanted to work at home in my pajamas if I wanted, or you know, work in front of a mic or be on stage talking and teaching. I wanted the diversity that this career can provide. And so it was never just about hitting some income mark every year. It was about doing the kind of work that helped me sustain the life I wanted to live right? And the life I wanted to live had to be structured in a way that helped me sustain the writing because I want to write to make money. And now I have a need to do that. It is my job. Now I do lots of projects and lots of writing that I really enjoy that make money. I do some because they make money. We'll talk about that one week about finding in finding the purpose or the curiosity in the piece you're doing, even if it's not one you wanted to do, because I do take work to pay the bills, but I also have plenty of projects that really fuel me. Will all of those be published? No, but I've created a job structure that allows me to develop my writing and also to produce writing that will be published and that will earn an income. See what I'm talking about? If you're focused only on the business, then you can come to the office in the morning or whenever you decide and do the work and ship it out. I wanted to sustain a lifestyle. I want the freedom to determine my schedule. I want the freedom to pick and choose who I work with and what projects I work on. I want the creativity that comes with having a flexible schedule, being able to choose my project. So consider this week as we go forward, what motivates you? Really, this is about building intrinsic motivation when you're setting up your shop and then creating an infrastructure that supports it. How do you like to work? And where is your space going to be? You don't have to have a designated office. You can work in a coffee shop. You can work on the couch, in the corner of a bedroom. I have a designated office because when I started, I was by myself, <laughs> self-supporting and not married and didn't have a kid and didn't have animals. And so I just had the space to do it. And I've upheld that because it works for me. I like having my files in a place, I like physical place to go. But since COVID and the world came home and my husband started sharing that office with me, I've also learned to write on the couch on my laptop. Okay? So make a list of these things. What is the physical structure? What is the emotional structure? What is the time you need to budget? And what is the money you need to budget to create a structure that isn't going to just work for the next few weeks while you try this out, but will help you create sustainable practices that will keep you going. Consider what you want to accomplish with your work. The ideal enterprise will reflect your values and how you spend your time, how, the things that bring you joy and create meaning and life satisfaction. And when that is built into your workday and your lifestyle, when those things align, you're going to be a whole lot more motivated to keep going. I am highly, highly motivated to make this writing business work, to constantly be 
upping my goals and improving my craft and trying new projects because I love the hours I get to keep and the time spent with my family and the places I get to go and learn and, and the people I meet because I'm asking all these big wig psychologists all these really interesting questions and my curiosity. I get to follow my curiosity, right? That motivates me more than anything else to make this work. So when you create a writing practice that supports the lifestyle and a lifestyle that supports the writing, then your values are in alignment with how you spend your time. And that creates meaning and satisfaction and this sense of purpose that keeps driving us forward even when things are tough. Take a moment this week and pull out your journal and, and ink it. Write down some of the things, not just the pieces you want to write or the magazines you want to write for or the books you want to create, but how you want to feel when you go to work in the morning and what your values are as an individual, as a person, as a professional, and how those two interrelate and can work in this writing career that you're now creating. This stuff, I know it sounds pretty serious, but I'll tell you what, this is how people last. It's not discipline alone. It's not only about sitting down at the desk. It's about knowing why you're doing the work. Because when the other things are going haywire, that you can come back to that and say, right, but I'm just going to put my head down and push through this because this matters to me because it aligns with these things that I value in my life, in my work. Recognizing from the very beginning that I'm building a life, not just an income source, that's helped keep me curious and excited and engaged. And, and those qualities keep us going. They're essential to intrinsic motivation, which builds when we find the process we're in naturally satisfying and rewarding. Money and awards and publishing, those are a form of extrinsic motivation. And I think they're valuable too. I told you this show is about publishing. I want to publish my work. I want it to reach the world and I want to pay the bills with the money I'm going to make from them. But the intrinsic motivation is the thing that sparks us, that keeps us going when we find something personally meaningful and interesting in what we're doing. Why is that important to writing? Because writing is often about overcoming rejection and persisting, about consistent effort over time. And if we don't care, if there is no purpose behind what we're doing, if we can't identify, if we're working in opposition to our personal values, then when those challenges hit, we're not gonna feel like it matters enough and we're gonna quit. And it's okay. Maybe this isn't for you. You know, everyone wants to be a writer, but few people really want to do the day-to-day -day work it takes to get published and be that writer. No judgment. It's a hard job. And there are many jobs I know I could never do. I could never be a dog groomer. I could never be a pilot. It's not within me. I don't have the driving force within me to learn the skills to be a professional in those fields. Not that motivating to me. Writing, that does it for me. So if after you ask yourself a few of these questions and really evaluate the situation, you just said, hey, I think I just wanna you know, shoot things out on the internet every once in a while or write this book for my family to read or my kids to leave a history with my kids, that's fine. That's valuable in itself. But if you wanna work to publish, if you wanna create a sustainable writing career, 
it's worth giving some attention to these questions. Okay, here's a few more questions for you to consider. Get clear on why you are driven to build your thing. Why do you want to write? Why do you want to write the book? Why do you want to write magazine articles? How will your work help others? What is the need you want to fill? The story you want to tell, the essay you want to write, how is it going to support others? You know, my mission is really to educate, inspire, and entertain with my writing. Now, there are lots of ways to do that. A podcast is one emerging way that never existed when I started my career. The internet didn't, it was just coming into be when I was starting. But I can also entertain and inspire people when I write speeches. I can educate people when I do marketing materials. Are those my favorite projects to do? Not always, but usually there's a thread that really piques my curiosity and keeps me going. So think about how you're gonna help people with your work I think writing matters. I'm idealistic enough to think our books and articles, they change the world. So know for you how you're going to use your skills to help others, to make a positive difference. And why are you driven to do it? Why this job and not something else? What is it that you want to create? And start fantasizing a little bit in these early stages. You know, on your best day, what do you want your schedule to look like? What else is important to you? I hated, hated, hated the nine to five schedule. I despised working hours when I wasn't always at my best. Sometimes I'd be up at four in the morning and ready to go. And by the time three o'clock in the afternoon ticked up, I was ready for my nap. I was creatively done. I didn't want to think anymore. So being on someone else's schedule was extremely hard for me and I didn't do my best work. So now I know what my rhythms are. I know how I work best. I know when the best writing time is. The writing time itself, the pure writing, usually is between 10 and 2. The correspondence and those things, other things that are more uh, collaborative where I'm writing to people or creating proposals or doing interviews, those those are good for me in the morning hours. So in your ideal life, now I don't always get my ideal life like any job. I go with the flow. My schedule changes from day to day and the dailies I shared with you of the things I hope to work on today, I may not get to them all because like any work, like any family life, things happen and change. Part of being a creative professional is being agile and able to adapt to those changes and finding time to write in the nooks and crannies of your day. Right now, consider what your ideal day would look like. When are you gonna do your writing? When are you gonna do your marketing? When are you gonna pay your bills? What does the family need? What other things do you wanna do? Exercise, meditation. How are you gonna fit that stuff in? And create a framework just to think about. Start fantasizing a little bit and try it out. As you go on, you're gonna find things that need to change. Each phase of my life has meant a different work schedule. When I was a little kid, that required different hours than I have now when she's 16. Your schedule and your interests are dynamic. Humans are dynamic, right? Creativity is a dynamic process. So this is a starting point, but it's useful when you want to make a go of it. And finally, what can you write to publish right now? What are your skills? What's your background? What experience do you bring? What can you offer the publishing world, the magazines, the websites? What personal essays do you have going on? What book are you interested in publishing? And what are the skills you bring to that project? It's good to know what you want to do and what you can do. I can write books, I can write magazine articles, I can also write, and those are the things I wanna write along with the podcast, but I can also write speeches or annual reports or ad 
copy. And I do those things too, on occasion. I used to do them almost exclusively. When I first started, I did mainly corporate writing because it was more lucrative and it helped me, it helped pay the bills so I could develop my magazine writing practice, which was like what I did for the bulk of my career. So know what you want to write and also know what you can write and think about how you're going to balance those two. And if there's something you're curious about learning, how are you going to start learning about build that into your schedule? Can you publish your writing? Can you make a living from this? Absolutely. But it requires this kind of planning and thought that we just went over. Now people come to this all different ways. This was the way I did it. 26 years ago. And it really helped me to know what I was willing to do, what I was willing to give up like hobbies, <laughs> because I was building a business and a writing career, right? I didn't have a lot of time for extra things. It helped me to pace myself and know what I was willing to do and how I wanted to live in my life. So create the framework for yourself. And it'll really serve as your life plan, your business plan for creating a sustainable writing career. And that brings us to your assignment, assignment number one. Now, I'm a big believer in deadlines. I've lived most of my adult life on deadlines. I think when I write it down, when there's an assignment, something due, I have a really good track record. And so this is assignment number one. Take it on if you want. Your deadline is Monday when we drop the next program with special guest Jacqueline Michard. Yes, the author of 22 best-selling books first book club pick years ago for the deep end of the ocean the movie that michelle pfeiffer made i mean it's a fantastic talk with best-selling author jacqueline michard a real class act and a fantastic writer so you want to be here next week to listen to that and today's assignment is determine your why why do you want to write why do you want to make a job of it why do you want to to publish. This is the thing that will sustain you. Of all the things we talked about today, all the tools and infrastructure and thoughts about creating the structure that will serve the writing and your life, this is the most essential. Why do you want to do it? Lots of people say they want to write. Very few ever publish their work. Why do you want to be one of those very few? And is that enough to sustain you? Is it enough to keep you going on the hard days? If you want to write only for the money and fame, you might want to look at that. Those things are fine. If that's part of your value system, no judgment here. I want to write because I want to leave things better. I also want to write because I want to explore things myself. I want to learn about myself and my world. I want to process things. So what is your why? Why do you want to be a full-time writer? Why do you want to make a business out of it? And I think when you understand your answer to these questions, you'll be well on your way to creating a writing career and living the writer's life. And if you decide to join us at simplywrite.substack.com, drop your answer to this question, share your why with me in the comments section. I'm really interested in what drives people. We all come to this from so many different backgrounds and thought patterns and desires. And I think it's fascinating. One of the reasons I love the writer community is because people are really interesting. They're really smart. They're really thoughtful. And I love to engage with that. It's inspiring. And I think you'll find it inspiring too. So subscribe with us on simplywrite.substack.com. You'll get plenty of bonus materials, Q&As from 
authors and exclusive material you won't find in this podcast. And you also get a chance to drop your notes in the mailbag. I'll try to answer some uh, listener questions and subscriber questions each month to help you and our community move on down the writer's path. And on the subtech, you also receive access to special limited enrollment workshops that I hold throughout the year to help you work on your essay or your pitch or whatever it is you're doing next. I'd love to have you become part of our Simply Write community. Again, that's on playwright.substack.com and uh, drop me a note. Tell me why you want to be a professional writer. I'd love to hear it. And tune in to next week's episode of Simply Write. This is this is our first author interview and we're coming out of the gate hot with Jacqueline Michard, the best-selling author of 22 books. And it's an amazing conversation. One thing uh, Jacqueline does fantastically is captures emotion in her work. She writes a lot of characters that are very real, ups and downs and deep emotion and backstories. And she puts it all on the page. And she has a fabulous tip about doing that. So tune in to next week's show. This is all so exciting to think about launching a writing career, launching the life you've wanted to live. I get fired up talking about this stuff. I love to talk about writing. So we're going to have fun on this show and hopefully be entertained and learn a lot too. The author and publisher of more than 130 books and 800 magazine articles, Dan Pointer said, if you wait for inspiration to write, you're not a writer, you're a waiter. But we are writers. So get writing. Until next week, get down to work because no matter where we want to go or where we're starting from, it all comes down to the very same thing. To be a writer, we must sit down and simply write. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour.